Oh yeah. Check one and check two, three and four, more and more of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Podcast galore. Actually, it's an hour. We're going to do a whole hour. Just me and you, you and I. Uh, I'm actually chilling really, really hard. I am so sorry for the delay. I'm trying to keep this weekly. I love doing this podcast. I love seeing the numbers go up. I love hearing from you guys. Shout out to the people that have been contacting me. Contact me at contact at robcantrell.com. That's the email. Send me what you think, what you want to hear, what you know, what you're vibing with with this podcast. I'm literally doing all of this myself. Uh, I've been listening back. We've done this is we've done 35 episodes, I think now. Now we're this is like number 36. Uh, I need to label the numbers. That's what I'm gonna do next. But I gotta today. I gotta tell you the reason I'm a little late on this. Um, I usually try to get it up on Thursday or Friday. Today is Saturday, and uh, it's the afternoon. Uh, and I was been—I've got—I had a weird bug yesterday, and it was like a little stomach thing. It wasn't crazy, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't hitting my head, but you know, just things were running right through me. So I can't really coffee. I'm—I'm I'm holding off on the coffee. So right now I'm kind of at the point where I'm starting to get a headache because it's in the afternoon that I haven't had any coffee. But uh, what I'm going to do today is I'm not going to smoke any more herb, but I'm going to drink some CBD. I got this, I went to this nature store and I got uh, this, and this was just, I mean, CBD is exploding everywhere and I like the stuff, but I just don't like to get ripped off because it's so exploding. I just know Man, I just know so many people, you know, fake the funk. But I think these guys are legit. I don't know what this, this was like a really like, I think it was like a vegan fucking uh, grocery store that was, uh, but they had got really fresh bananas and I needed to get some bananas up in there. So I went in there, but they got, this is a solid. That's what it's called. It's a juice. Now listen to this combination, ginger, lemon, CBD and tea, and it's chilled, it's perishable, keep fresh. This has got 20 milligrams of hemp CBD and 30 milligrams of caffeine. This, uh, it says ginger lemon CBD tea. CBD, hemp CBD promotes homotoiosis, calming, and relieves tension. Well, I fuck with that. You know, I really think I smoked so much weed that I got uh, anxiety, you know? That's, I don't know. I'm really just coming to a lot of, as you get older, you, that's the cool thing about getting older. I love life. I love getting older, you know, even the challenges, even the headaches, even, you know, you got to appreciate all that shit because that, that's what makes you uh, better and rise above most of the times, not all of it, you know, but you got to take it as it comes. But let's keep it going. Uh, but this has hemp CBD, organic ginger. I love ginger. I've always loved ginger. I always like ginger. If I get like a good ginger beer, I like those really good. Jamaica's got really good ginger beer. 
but I like, not ginger ale like straight out the can like that's just like soda I like when I feel the ginger and this has that and uh, organic ginger juice circulation lung support cleansing arthritis support digestive and then organic jasmine green tea oh yeah uh, natural energy and organic lemon purifying cleansing uh, reverse osmosis water pure clean water fluoride free no metals no chemicals this was 6.99 i mean there was so there was another like you know this cbd stuff is everywhere um unlike this says soul soul beverages are alive unlike pasteurized drinks that may kill your vibes soul soul never is pasteurized while other cbd drinks are past are bastardized wow these guys have a little uh these guys are funky raw vegan and organic clean beverage so you never have to panic oh they're rhyming uh no agave no citrus acid um yeah i fuck with this keep refrigerated now this it's ice cold i'm excited about this because whenever i used to always go for this natural ginger I used to smoke a lot of pot and, and when I first started doing stand-up, people don't understand, when I first started, I was out there, homie. I was, I would just, I don't know, I think I maybe needed just to be in therapy or something, but no, I always wanted to do stand-up, but when I first did, it was so much fun that I would scream so loud into the mic and I was, I would just go crazy and uh, I would blow out my voice, but this stuff, but I would drink this stuff, uh, natural, it was, I forget, it was like, it was ginger, lemon, and there was something else to it that was good for your throat. Oh, honey. So this is the same stuff, and I used to love that stuff. It was like, uh, I forget what it was, but they had it in San Francisco, and I would look for it, and then uh, I would be really into it. But I'm kind of excited. This is in a glass bottle. Something about stuff being in a glass bottle um makes it like i don't know that plastic bottle stuff i don't know all that's something about beverages and glasses are good i'm just psyched for this drink this solid man let's get it together i think i'm psyched for the caffeine um it's like two in the afternoon i'll tell you everything i got let's taste this stuff let's get this cbd in the juice so i can flow with the funk and talk to you guys Oh, wow. That tastes great. Oh, wow. And it is really hempy. Like, I could taste the hemp. Like, I've done enough tinctures, like weed tinctures and CBD tinctures. And I've done good stuff, and then I've done bad bodega bullshit. But, man, soul tea. It's S-O... I think I kept on saying soul it, but I'm... You know, uh, dyslexia kicked in there. S-O-L-T-I. Salty. So it's like tea with CBD. That's, but this is like, wow, this stuff is fucking on it. Oh, man, that's what my body needed right there. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad, but then I also been running around doing shows at night. 
nothing crazy, just picking up spots. There's no dates on my uh, calendar right now, no official dates. I'm trying to line some stuff up very soon, but I think I may, there's, there's possible, I don't want to ruin it, but a TV pilot thing in July that I might have to shoot. So I'm just like bouncing around New York, just working out uh, material for this thing. I'll let you know more about that as it hypes up. But uh, I am digging this soul tea, man. Mm. I think it's maybe I was just, I, you know, I just run on coffee. But I do, whenever I get start getting sick or my stomach is funky, I switch up to tea. Because sometimes, you know, if you're sick, I always know when I'm kind of sick is when I don't want to smoke weed or drink coffee. <laughs> That's when it's like, oh man, I'm not feeling that good. Uh, but uh, yeah, this stuff is amazing. It's hitting the gut. I've drank about a half of it. We got 20 milligrams of CBD. I hope it doesn't calm me too much that I can't do a podcast for you guys. But uh, I am going to do a podcast for you guys. Uh, the 4th of July is coming up, everybody. And I'm going to be traveling, actually, up in Michigan again, visiting family. You know, that... I'm looking forward to going back to Michigan, and then there's a couple other things. I'm trying to put a tour together up there. I was just really turned on about the legalization and how open and just like it's, uh, it seems to be really opening up up there. Uh, and with the CBD, I mean, I don't know if it's the end all to be all, and there's other, they, they talk about these other molecules coming down the line. Or I don't I can't talk about it too much, but I I kind of know what it is. Like there's THC, there's CBD, and then there's another one that's all about your appetite. Like CBD is about anxiety and wellness, and then there's another part of it, uh, the cannabis planet that helps you with your appetite. Um, but yeah, it's it seems to be leaning uh, that way that it's going to get legalized. I mean, New York almost did it, but it didn't pass. And I bummed out that I didn't um, maybe push, to, push it a little bit more, maybe on so I don't know. I just don't want to be too tied into politics. But at the same time, it's weird as you get older, it does kind of affect your life a little bit, especially when fucking Russians and fucking people are infiltrating and alt-right shit. And all, there's all kinds of weird shit out there, man. Uh, you know. Today, what I did was, like, my stomach was kind of, like, messed up, but I, it was, it, I wasn't bad. It was just like, I just, eh, you know, I just didn't feel like pounding a cup of coffee in the morning, which I always do. I always got the French press rocking. But this one, I just walked up, I walked to uh, Prospect Park, and then like really early, like seven o'clock in the morning. And I like to do that before the park starts to get, you know, when you go to parks during the day when there's too many people. I like when there's nobody up there because I just need to get in that nature, I need to go in those trees, I need to look at the leaves, I need to get in there, man. Um, so yeah, I took a zen walk through the park, 
and then there's these cool pull-up pull bars over by this amphitheater. And I went over and I did my, I did three sets of eight pull-ups and some serious stretching. So I didn't, I didn't rock the elliptical. Yesterday, I did two days in a row with the rowing machine. But now, today, I thought, hey, let's go back to just trying to build muscle. And, you know, I wasn't that... That's what I'm saying. I'm not, like, super sick. I could still kind of work out and do stuff like that. It's just my stomach was thrown off. Uh, I think I just ate something funky. I was just running around crazy, but... Now it's like coming together um, and I'm coming out of the funk. I'm just noticing this plant. I need to, uh, this house plant, I need, damn man. The thing about house plants is like, if you don't water those motherfuckers, like I was good for a while. I was good, but I've been falling off on some of this stuff. But you got to push through and you can't be too hard on yourself. So I'm looking at this thing, you know, we got to, we got, we got to straight up water this plant, man. I'm like, is watering plants with seltzer bad? <laughs> I got a big fat cup of seltzer. Uh, so I got this plant. And then I, I got this other plant that I've been watering that's, uh, what is those things? Uh, but they had all these gnats, right? It had all these gnats. And I had to hit it with some, uh, I read that you take some water and some hydrogen peroxide. And it's like one, one hydrogen peroxide for water and then pour it on there. But I did that and they didn't go away. So then I just poured a bunch of hydrogen peroxide on it and I think I just blasted, I mean, all, but they, it had like all these fucking bugs on it, but I didn't want to throw the plant out. So I Googled, I hit the Google machine and uh, I just rocked some hydrogen peroxide on it. Uh, but I think I fucked it up, man. Uh, that one plant's dead. So I'm kind of bumming that yeah, I gotta water this plant, man. You can't. You gotta. Uh, you gotta pay attention to stuff. You gotta watch out. There's a really one of my not my favorite band, but one of the bands I do kind of like is the Melvins. And the Melvins were a uh, kind of a uh, stoner rock uh, pre-grunge. They they were like Nirvana's favorite band. Uh, but they have this one title of the song that was called "Watch the Drift." And I always thought that was so dope. Because you got to watch the drift in life. Because you go on autopilot, and then you start drifting, like, mm, you know? And you forget to water your fucking plant, man. Now I'm doing this podcast, and I'm looking at brown-ass leaves, and I'm like, man, what the fuck is this podcast going, man? Uh, but uh, I think I'm going to keep on doing it. I'm, gonna, I'm listening back. I think some of the beats I'm kind of going crazy on. Um, but I am having fun and I'm learning and I'm cutting it up all myself and it's all me and I just think if I keep on doing this and you guys are cheering me on like go big Rob keep on podcasting which I will and uh, I appreciate uh, just the opportunity not the opportunity just to get in the zone and do this shit man but yeah like I was uh, like today with, with with all these things, like, I'm looking at my guitar on the wall. Like, it's been a few days, man. My guitar skills fell off, man. I didn't stick with it. And I'll tell you what I think. It's mostly this fucking bubble. 
that's on the guitar. I have on the on the. I don't know why it's like my OCD that I want to just not have this bubble on the. I don't know what the pick guard, like the pick. It's that part of the guitar where the pick, uh, the bottom part. It's just that I want to put a sticker over it, but I don't know. It's a nice, you know, it's a nice basic acoustic guitar. I don't want to start putting stickers on it. I ain't rocking it like that. Um, but I'll get back to that guitar because I do have the afternoon. And I have to say, this stuff, Soul T, I'm fucking with Soul T. I'm rocking it. I'm actually up and walking around. I tried to start this podcast laying on my bed, but I don't know. Um, oh, man. This stuff is amazing. I'm enjoying it. I, uh, I've been uh, writing a ton. Not writing, but organizing my material and trying to be disciplined with writing and meditating and stretching and having a positive outlook, you know? Because uh, I do think, you know, I don't think it's a complete simulation, but I, I do think there's a pattern between the brain and your thoughts in reality. There's something there. And, and it's definitely something when you stop, if you don't overthink it. I don't know. It's, 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 it's just a moment of being. Like lately, I've been, when I've been meditating, I've been thinking about just being. And not just like, you know, all the stuff in front of me and all the stuff in bed of me. All I got is this moment. This moment right now, this is reality. This is the only thing that I can tangibly deal with. You know, I could plan for five years from now and all that. And you should, and I definitely have goals, big goals. Uh, I want to live in a treehouse <laughs> and drive a buffalo around. Uh, not really, but I do like being close to nature. Um, but I also love the city. A little bit of both, man. Um, but it's a, I, I do have a little bit. Today I had it. Today I walked up to the park and I... Uh, yeah, shout out to my boy. It, I don't want to blow up his spot. But this one guy's been emailing me and I just pr appreciate the email. And he asked me for a burrito. <laughs> this dude asked me for a burrito recipe. Uh, Ismael is his name, or I don't—I'll just call him Is. Um, but uh, yeah, the burrito rep, my burrito recipe. I mean, really, you just gotta get some good rice, get some good beans, a tortilla. I mean, quesadilla is the easiest. Quesadilla, dude, you get the good tortillas, you get the flour tortilla. Flour tortilla, try to get the smallest ones you can get because it's easier. Then just get a mixed bag of Mexican cheese, right? And then you get you some chorizo sausage, and then you get some black beans. And uh, you go one, two, three. Well, I wouldn't say one, two, three. I'd say uh, boom. Butter the uh, tortilla. This is this is the quesadilla. Put it on the pan. Uh, if you got some rice, think about quesadilla. It's just a sandwich. It's just a panini. 
It's uh, with a tortilla, uh, and get some cheese, put some cheese on there, chop up some chorizo, some chorizo, if you can get some chorizo sausage. I don't know, I have some, but man, that stuff is really oily. That might have messed me up. That, I might have been eating too much chorizo. If it, but no, I don't think that was it. It was something else. I don't know. I was, I was running and gunning. I just ate something wrong that fucked me up for a day and a half. And, but I'm coming out of it thanks to this soul tea CBD uh, in lemon and ginger. This stuff is fucking delicious, man. Mm. Oh, shit. So be- good. I knocked over this picture. Uh, but that whole idea of just like nature and uh, city. Like, I love when two worlds meet. When you have the... The, the thing is, is that the combination of light and day and negative energy and positive energy. And I have been trying to be positive but at the same time, you can't, you can't live like, you don't want to be, I don't know, you don't want to be straight up fucking delusional. <laughs> but at the same time, a lot of life is how you react to situations. And something that helps me is knowing that it's not, life isn't permanent and you do the best you can and shit works out if you can make it work out um but then there's been all these horrible things in the world and horrible things that happen you know it's hard to juggle i was having a god conversation the other day with somebody and i told him he was an atheist and i don't i don't mind atheists i don't mind anybody it's all everybody has their own thing i always go back to what gets you through the night, you know, to me, you know, it's, you know, I like, I, you know, I, it's God, it's love, it's big J, big Jesus, I dig Jesus, uh, but I don't want to make this fucking Jesus-y, but, you know, that's what I was raised on, that's what has gotten me through some tricky stuff in my life, you know, um, and also, cannabis is in there, too, for me, too. A little bit of Jesus and weed can go a long way for your troubles. But also, you know, you got to, you got to, sometimes with religion, I think you still got to work, man. You still got to do it, man. You can't just be like, yo, give me something and then do it. You can say, yo, show me the way or just try to help me out on this shit. And then, but then you got to press forward and when you press forward, a lot of it's just those negative thoughts. But, but when you press forward, things start to open up. And they don't think they're going to open up. Um, but they do. They do. If you just hang in there and don't react and try not to uh, get too negative. I, I just think negative thoughts and, and what you put into your brain. A lot of it's just putting into your brain and protecting protecting your vibe, you know, your energy level. Uh, You know, people say stay away from toxic people, but there's some toxic people I think are pretty funny. Uh, And sometimes you need a couple of those guys around. Uh, But at the same time, you can't live and die by those guys. And the thing, that's what I will say is like, with dark energy, like art, 
or music or even just like somebody doing something outrageous and it it happens really fast and da -da -da -da, you know that type of shit and then and then afterwards like you know and it does work sometimes you know that's i think that's what like war and shit is but love is more nurturing and open and it's a slow crawl and it's under the under it's like we know at the end of the day that you could yell and scream but you know everybody loves their mother or wants their mother or father a lot of this shit man it's daddy issues and mother issues and i don't want to get too psychology about it but I just see the pain in everybody, you know? You just walk around, not the pain, it's just like, I just think there's a lot of mental anguish due to the amount of information that we are processing at all times. But I have to say, cannabis does help that. <laughs> uh, and I think simplifying and just like protecting your vibe sitting in who you are you gotta be who you are man and it's hard it's fucking hard sometimes um but at the end of the day people will respect you even if you're not agreeing with them or you're not you know that's what i that's what i'm starting to learn is with the whole god and jesus thing and stuff like that is like you can't judge motherfuckers man everybody's got their own shit uh and there's you know there's different religions and stuff and even not, I, I hate saying the word religion because that sound that does sound confined and i am an anti-conformist i think we have all the things in front of us to figure a lot of like the major problems out we just have to organize that and I think that's is with my life. Uh, and I'm doing that. I'm excited to uh, be doing more creative projects uh, like my PMA series. Please check out, if you want to check out like just a quick, my album and my last like little short film series that I produced, that I wrote, that I shot with like two other guys um, and a few other nice comedians that did shit for free um you know we just kind of did it as pilot pilot and just to figure out acting chops and you only learn by doing it man you can you can take all the acting classes you want you can take all the fucking uh film classes you want and they will help i mean all those things will help but nothing is better than just doing shit and being like okay i don't know how to do this uh let me try my best and with google machine you can you can watch all kinds of tutorials and all that but then the other thing is just some dude you're like oh i know so and so he kind of does stuff like that i'll go talk to him about that uh like eventually i would love to direct a film and i would you know that's a goal is to direct a film or direct a tv series or i want to act in some stuff I just want to do stuff that's like super goofy and funny. Uh, and also, you know, I could probably do some drama. Um, but you got to do, by just doing it is when you learn it. You know, you could sit there and prep, 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 prep. 
But people talk to me about how do I get into stand-up comedy? And I'm like, man, there's nothing to it but to do it. I just went to an open mic and it was fucking awful. And I just went up there and I did it. And then I went out to the library and I I picked up a book on stand-up comedy and I read it. That's how I started in 99. I mean, the Google machine was there, but there was this like, I got this fucking book from the 80s. Like, it's pretty funny. I still have it somewhere. It's like, learn how to do stand-up comedy. It's like really almost kind of, but it has great insight. Like all the basic shit. Like everything has their little tricks, you know, improv or even filmmaking or beat making or, you know, there's just basic things that you need to pick up. But music's a whole different thing. I'm really, I've really, I've been good on meditating, check, even though I didn't do it today. And I've been I guess making the beats and, and making the podcast, but I really want to get back into concentrating into that guitar because it helps me stay off online, like the computer too much, you know, just too much screen time. YouTube, you can go down super fucking holes, but it's also pretty awesome. I've been fucking with this new, uh, I really dig this recanters, Jack White's band, with that other dude, uh, the Recanters, the Rick, they got this fucking killer song, man. Uh, rolling the joint in the corner of the jukebox. This thing is fucking sick. Where's this song, man? I'll tell you, this is my latest jam. It's this shit, man. I'm telling you, man. These guys ain't. F- I mean, I go back and forth with Jack White. Those guys blew up. I remember. When I started doing stand-up, this was like really cool. Like, this is the last ten years. All the record stores as have gone. Uh, let's see. Bored and Razzed. That shit is a fucking hot song, man. And the video is really dope too. It's very artistic and fucking sick, but very simple. That's what I liked about Jack White. He kept shit simple. Give me some sick licks. Give me some fucking dirty ass drums. And uh, give me some cool fucking lyrics. And the kid does it, man. But this Bored and Raz shit? And I like that other dude's voice in that band. And I like the Black Keys. Like all that, those two bands, the Black Keys and the White Stripe, that whole movement, that whole guitar tone. Dig it, man. Um, not all the time, but sometimes. Uh, but that's, if you want to know what, what I've been playing in the background. But it's got a, a rolling a joint in the corner of the juke. What's that it's lyric, man? That thing fucking sick. Rolling a juke joint. Now that's a, that's a bomb-ass lyric right there, man. I'm not fucking around. Rolling a juke joint box in the corner. So he's referencing, I don't know if he, I don't think he smokes weed at all, but he's, he's always kind of given his hat to stoners. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, somebody in the band is smoking some weed, but uh, rolling a joint, rolling a juke joint, like a juke joint is like an old, you know, like blues place or some, you know, watering hole. And then rolling a juke joint box in the corner. Yeah, like you post up and you roll a joint in the corner of some place and they're playing some music. I love that shit, man. Uh, so recommend that highly to all you guys. Uh, 
but man, I think uh, with this podcast, I you know, some days I'll be going hardcore and dabbing out. We're, we're going to mix it up. I mean, I do have so many friends in the cannabis industry, and I want to get people on the podcast. I'm just figuring it out now. My idea is just to plant the seed, keep it moving, find my voice, find my audience, keep the pause vibes going. Um, and then, and then try to get some money behind it. Ideally, you know, just to have a space with a couple of espresso machines and some joint rolling and, uh, and some guests and the vibe. I know I could do that. It's going to happen, man. Stuff is, man, stuff has been moving forward with legalization for a while. And I just know the money's there. But is it? I don't know. I don't want to make this all about weed, weed, weed. But it is called the Cannabis Coffee Hour. And I'm enjoying the shit out of this soul tea. Ginger, lemon, CBD tea. Um, so yeah. Uh, this uh, CBD drink, soul tea. Highly recommend. 20 grams of hemp. CBD, ginger, lemon, yet got a glass bottle. Like this, this is the real fucking deal. This is, I, w- I wouldn't, w- some of those other ones I'm looking at, I'm like, I don't know about this, but there, it's coming in everything. And I have to say, with my general aches and pains of being 46 and being active and always walking and always stretching and working out, you know, my bones are creaking, all that shit. But uh, CBD does fucking, it feels like my, my joints feel better. My stomach is better uh, from the beginning of this podcast. And my overall happiness level is definitely better. Uh, so, yeah, I really want to fuck with some more CBD. But I do love me some weed out, as you guys all know. And I will have that. But, you know, I do want to just keep this podcast going. And I want to go f- throughout all the spectrums. Because uh, I've smoked weed everywhere and with a lot of different people. Uh, but not, you know, I'm not the biggest stoner, but I'm a pretty up there. <laughs> I do like it sometimes. But so does everybody. It's I think cannabis, not everybody, I think cannabis is good for some people. Uh, I think CBD is good with for people that have anxiety, for sure. There's something natural about the release in it just feels like it's supposed to be there. And the whole idea that we have cannabinoid receptors in our brain that picks up this ancient herb is, uh, is you know, it just seems to align a little bit. But I do think the mind is a lot of it. And I do think there's a, so much mental health out there that and depression and anxiety and all this stuff, you know, I've But I think, I don't think pot is the end-all, be-all, but I do think it's a general step to creating a more peaceful and artistic culture, or at least, you know, everywhere that there's good weed is there's good art, that there's good bands, you know? Um, Musicians and artists, you need... Cheap places to live, and they usually like places that you could score some weed easily. And uh, 
get by. That's what was so great about San Francisco. New York's like that. Too. New York, the thing about New York is that you can get whatever. You, I mean, I literally didn't have any herb for this podcast. And I was like, oh, do I need to re-up? And I didn't feel like throwing down uh, 60 bones for a cartridge. That's how, that's how much they're going for these days. So I just picked up this CBD. And I know I'm doing a show tonight and somebody will probably give me some weed or something. Um, that's why I don't like to chase it down too much. And if I'm doing this weekly, I don't want to buy it. I, that's why I need to get on my sponsorship. Dude, come at me. You guys, I, listen, I was in the marijuana logs. If you have a dispensary or grow or glass shop, I'm starting to get major numbers on this podcast. Uh, I'm getting some great feedback and I think it's going to be very important. I would love to get some music. I need to get some more music involved. I need to start working on my guitar. I'm going to work on that. Um, and I'm cutting up my rap tunes. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I do have a video. Some people, I always, that's the thing about putting shit online. You're like, oh, I think everybody's seen this. But uh, no, my video, Coffee and Weed, check it out on YouTube. Rob, Just put in Rob Cantrell in YouTube, R-O-B-C-A-N-T-R-E-L-L. And uh, Coffee and Weed. And I did this song. What is that? And I did this with Arge Barker, one of the best comics in the world. And one of the coolest cats ever. Uh, I did this nine years ago. And, uh, and it's the same director that directed uh, Fight for Your Right to Party. And the same director that directed uh, No Sleep to Brooklyn and Metallica, Adam Dubin. I need to get him on the podcast. I know he's been running around a lot. Um, but he lives in Brooklyn and I can chase him down. So I need to get him on here. But we're gonna, I, I got some filmmakers and art and yeah, that's where I wanna go with this is just art and cannabis and comedy. Uh, but I don't wanna make it strictly stand up, stand up, stand up, me talking about stand up. I can do stand up, I'm good at it. <laughs> Come watch me at a show uh, and I know you will enjoy yourself. I don't know, I don't, you might not. But, uh, yeah, this thing about stand-up, it's like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you got to keep doing it and you got to keep working at it. You got to keep writing. Um, and it's also a discipline. Mm. Soul tea. CBD. Yeah, that I do think CBD is pretty, I mean, it's just good for overall health. Um, so... You know, instead of taking super blunts to the dome all day long. But sometimes it's nice to go through that. <laughs> I know I bounce back and forth, but I just try to... You just try to find the balance. And my stomach was off. I was thinking, yo, I'm going to roll big fat hooter. I'm going to just fucking smoke my head off and go into outer space with you guys. But today I was like, nah, let's, let's just hit some CBD with the tea. Um, and... Uh, see if I can push through, but I have to say, in this beginning of this podcast, I was like, I don't know if this is, I'm going to keep doing this, but then the time flew, and the CBD kicked in, and it seems to, you know, I, my general wellness is, seems to be a little bit above par, at least a lot better than when it was before I drank the CBD, let's put, put it that way, and I definitely, this is the real deal, um, I could just tell by the packaging, and marketing, a lot of it's just, at first it's not all the packaging, but right now 
everybody's growing weed, growing weed, growing weed, and then different different brands have different styles, and different styles have different audiences. You know, so you I remember they were calling this one strain of weed cat piss. That was the big thing. <laughs> you know, they would go all out green crack, all this crazy shit. Because it's, you know, it's just some grower, you know, doing this bootleg shit that's, you know, it's, you know, pretty, like, you know, still growing weed in America is still, you know, it's still, you got to be a little bit careful. But I know California is getting wide open. And, and, and ideally, that's just what the life, I want a simple life where I can have a tomato plant and a cannabis plant right next to each other. And, uh, you know, I could, somebody was telling me that if you just take pure cannabis and then grind it up like in a coffee grinder and then uh, put some olive oil and the olive oil, mix it with the olive oil and you could just eat that or that's like a spoonful of that is good for you. Uh, but don't quote me that because I don't know, I'm not sure if that's medically proficient, but I, it does make sense. I know you like melt the butter and then you put the weed in the butter and that like uh the fat from the butter the fat from the butter connects with the cooked weed and that's how you get uh the stuff that's gonna make you feel high if you eat an edible so somebody was telling me a, a more simpler form you know just the plant i think it's just uh it has a lot of healing properties there's, there's no way there's no way around it but i think the psychoactive is what People, you know, I don't, I don't think America, I don't think culture's brains were ready. And I do think now with everything that's happening, it may be the right time. Culturally, I don't know, the whole, the laws seem to me super racist and weird about, uh, you know, making pot illegal. And I do think it could definitely help this country and definitely help the environment if it's approached right. To me... Ideally, I would like outdoor grown, one-to-one CBD. I would like outdoor grown from Hawaii. That, if I had my ideal fucking weed, outdoor sun, keep your hydroponics, do all that stuff. I know the super cushy. I know you want to get blunted to the dome. I do too. But as I grow older and, you know, I've partied, I've smoked and, you know, I would like, it's like drinking wine, you know? Your first you start with, <laughs> with Thunderbird and Night Train with your friends, and then when you get older, you start having some better wine. I don't drink wine. I don't even drink alcohol much anymore. I will have a beer now and then, but uh, it just, it, it slows my vibe down. Somebody was showing me about, like, your level, your energy level, like, things that suck away your energy. And it was really interesting. It was like pornography, cigarettes, alcohol, drugs. But I don't consider cannabis a drug. So to me, it's like, yeah, I can, I don't need alcohol. I don't need, uh, you know, I'm weaned off of porno. I'm married and shit, man. so I've, I've cut that shit out and I just don't have time in the day and uh, I've kind of balanced that whole thing out in my brain. But you know, you know, naked women are, is always a beautiful 
thing to look at, <laughs> but you can get trapped into that mm, uh, porno mind after a while. Um, and it's, but some, you know, everybody has their vices. Maybe if you're not fucking hurting anybody, I think you need. I've always said you need to have one or two vices. But it's when you're doing three or four or five. That's when I. That's how I quit smoking cigarettes. That's a wild story in San Francisco. In 99, I would say it was 99 or 2000. And I would walk over uh, from North Beach. I was staying with my buddy. His name was Gray. Uh, I think he works for the government, so I won't tell his last name. But Gray was is an awesome friend of mine. Awesome friend of mine from college. One of the most positive, coolest dudes that's what I'm saying, man. People like positive. This dude was. This dude always had a ton of friends. But he had a great pad, and he was nice, and he let me rent out this room for like 350 bucks. And I would walk over. I know it was super cheap, even back then. It was like, but I only got to ride it out for like four months. But I had a sick deal for a while. Um, but I would walk up. Uh, I would walk over like that big ass hill in San Francisco where you see the whole bay. Like you see everything. You see the bridge. You see every everything. And then you go down the hill to Lombardi's. But I, there was this homeless guy. But he wasn't really a homeless. He was just like an eccentric weirdo. But he would give advice to people. And uh, I remember I was walking by. People would talk to him. I would give him a dollar. Now I, I don't give out homeless. But there was something. I usually just check the vibe. And there was something about this dude and I was telling him man I was like man I'm smoking cigarettes and I'm smoking pot I'm just smoking 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 like when you're smoking cigarettes and you're smoking weed that's just a lot of fucking coming at you um he was like you got to give up one you know which one do you want you know and I was like well that's easy I like I like. I think I'm addicted to the tobacco, and the only reason I was smoking cigarettes is because I was drinking in bars, and I have anxiety, and I want to do something. So I'd get a pack of cigarettes, and they would look cool, and and you give you a buzz if you had a. I remember a good beer buzz and a cigarette combo buzz. It's a it's a great buzz. It's like coffee and weed or whatever, but it's not as good as coffee and weed. It's not going to make you super creative. I don't know if weed makes you super creative. It just it just works for me. Um, but I remember that was, ooh, I spiked out there on the loudness there. So, check, check, sorry about that. But I remember it being, uh, just a wise thing, and I took it to heart. And that's how I quit. I just started smoking, smoking more weed. And I just slowly just knocked off the cigarettes and kept it to rolling joints, um, and smoking those. Like, and that's when I was doing really hardcore open mics. And this was in 99 before comedy really popped up, before Netflix, but even before Comedy Central got crazy. So it was just a more of a hidden art form. And, uh, but the, you know, open mics are awful, man. You have to sign up and wait through like 45 motherfuckers and then you go up. So I, my move was I would just smoke weed during the wait and I would smoke weed after and I would write during the whole time. And uh, that's how I got through those, like, super brutal beginning years. What was it? In the first days are the hardest days. Don't you worry anymore. When life feels like easy street, there is danger at your door. Think this through with me. Well, uh, 
Yeah, I I think what I was saying is like the first. What I I've been thinking about is like. The first days are the hardest days. That's from the Grateful Dead. If you didn't know, I forget what song. I'm not a huge Deadhead, but I do pump up some Dead. And I saw the Grateful Dead with Jerry Garcia at RFK Stadium in Washington D.C. Um, you know, smoking weed back then, and working at a, a Mexican restaurant. Uh, and uh, the thing is, that, like, I think the first days are the hardest days. Don't you worry anymore. Like, first days of anything. When you're new to something, it's so awkward and hard and weird to figure out. And that's how life is. And childhood is also, I think a lot of this problems with mental health is, you know, is traumatic childhoods or shit popping off when people are kids and then it reverberates all throughout adulthood. If you don't, you know, properly... I mean, I, I'm, I'm speaking out my ass. I, this is th- I've never been to therapy or anything. Um, but I have read a lot of books on anxiety and worrying and then also a lot of positive books. And I've also meditated and I read the Tibetan Book of the Dead. One of the most important books I read that blew my mind open. There was one time I just went through a lawnmower man phase. That's from a movie where it's like this mentally, you know, mental person uh, what have, a mentally disabled person ends up like tapping into something where he becomes super smart and he reads like billions of books. But I went through this one phase where I was just reading all day, every day of all different kinds of books. I couldn't get enough of them. But one book I got in San Francisco at this weird bookstore, it was, but it was really cool book and it was a psychoanalytical book and it was called Must You Conform? And it was by, written by Robert Lidner. And uh, Robert Lidner wrote, uh, the coined the phrase, Rebel Without a Cause, which also was a movie with uh, Marlon Brando, which is pretty much the beginning of the rock and roll outsider lifestyle and community. That's a, that's a conformity and community. Um, I know I'm, I'm speaking way out there on this shit, but it's like, when you have, uh, you gotta, what I'm trying to tell you is that you have to break conformity, but, and it's a part of evolution, and, but there's ways of doing it that are negative, and there's ways of doing it that are positive. And he was talking about like motorcycle gangs of the early 50s and people that just couldn't get nine to five jobs, you know, or couldn't, couldn't just deal with an office. And, you know, that was, and then there, there was this weird outlaw life, you know, if you grew up, if you weren't a part of like maybe the middle class or the upper middle class, if you could get yourself a motorcycle and you had balls and you could go out there with a leather jacket and, and run for a few years out there free. Uh, driving all around America, drinking in dive bars and getting in fights, and who knows what. But it was, there was something to the fact, there's something that tapped into me. He was talking about it's just being natural, and some cultures nurture it, and I think we should nurture it. And I think there's a way to rebel against conformity that is negative. And, I've, and I do think that that's what terrorism is. That is violent terrorism. That's 9-11. And then positive 
nonconformities, you know, Grateful Dead and, and uh, crazy music, you know, stuff that's out there, you know, pushing the limit in a different direction than where everybody else is going. And I just want to push it more to the positive, to the light. Uh, you know, I'm 46, man. I do love life. I do, and when I was feeling that funk, when I was having the shits, I, I'll say it now, it's the end of the podcast, but yeah, I had the shits for a day and a half. Uh, I was bummed out, man. I was like, man, I remember when I wasn't having the shits. It was so much better. Uh, health is wealth, man. You know, you if you're here this moment, you know, it's that's the gig. That's what you got because it's not promised and who knows what's five years from now. So, you know, get in the groove, find the pocket, and rock it out. Um, I think that's a good place to end, man. You know, don't conform to anything. Be yourself. Go towards the love, though. Um, yeah, there's a lot of toxic, negative vibes out there, man. I'm just trying to dodge them. Um, and drink some water and drink some more CBD. Shout out to Soul Tea. It's S-O-L-T-I. If you see this and you're feeling grogged out or whatever, this, 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 this is no bullshit. Get on this. And it has potassium. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind.